Ready? <laughs> yeah, hit me again. Phenomenon. 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 This might seem like a rare phenomenon, but rec- I'm always going to say it like that oh from now God. on. But records show that the United States has experienced more than 30 such close calls since the beginning of the nuclear age. What? Is it nuclear or nuclear? I say nuclear. Because that's the correct way to say it. Well, that's how, yeah, if you phonetically sound it out. I say nu- nuclear. Nuclear. I, I say a lot of things weird. I say cement, and people are like, what? Cement. 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 You know what I say? <laughs> I say phenomena. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to say that word without singing no, it ever never. Again. Never, ever, ever. Phenomena. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. The next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Welcome back to Misty and Ike, everybody. I'm your host, (laughs) Mr. Ike. Um, I didn't know we were recording. Well, hey, Misty. Hey, I. We're recording. We're recording. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm still here. You, you still have the same candy on your desk from yesterday. No, I'm just still eating it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gross. such a candy high uh, right now. Uh, <laughs> Sugar hot. Sugar, how'd you get so high? I always think of the song from Empire Records, Sugar High. Is this another one I just sang? No, not oh. even close. Great. Yeah, it was Renee Zellweger singing with Coyote Shivers. Well, who used what's to be a door guy at the Sugar. Viper Room. <laughs> Sugar High. <clears throat> Are you going to play it? I mean, not, I, not through it? the thing. Oh, okay. It's so good. It's a great song. We haven't been kicked off of YouTube in a while. We haven't. Go. Oh. We've been slacking. Find the perfect song for your video. You find the perfect song for your video. The perfect song for my video is Sugar High by Renee Zellweger and Coyote Shivers. We're going to skip to the middle. What's this fake band? Whoa. Watch the video, folks. I have. (laughs) It's really good. They're trying to, they're at the benefit at the end of the show to save Empire Records. Yeah. They're playing outside in the parking lot. Cool. Yeah. What do you want to talk about today? I want to talk about best and worst John Hughes movies. There's bad John Hughes movies? There's a couple. Okay. And yeah. what's your absolute favorite? There's so many. Terminator. Like, it's so hard. You didn't hear me. <laughs> Terminator. I don't think he made Terminator. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. Did you know that? Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna list, oh, list some off. Okay, I mean, I have the whole list here. Weird Science. Yep. Mr. Mom. Pretty in Pink. Sixteen Candles. Uncle Buck. The Breakfast Club. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. National Lampoon's Vacation. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. National Lampoon's U- European Vacation. Some Kind of Wonderful. The Great Outdoors. Home Alone. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Dutch, <laughs> Career Opportunities, which is highly overlooked, Curly Sue, Beethoven, Miracle on 34th Street, the remake. 
You are skipping so many movies. Uh, yeah, because I think that I can skip Dennis the Menace. No, that's my favorite one. Are you serious? No, but Beethoven's right up there. <laughs> they made five Beethoven movies. Yeah, they were super popular. They made four Home Alone movies. Yeah, they were also super popular. Made in Manhattan, starring Jennifer Lopez. Which I believe was... No, he died in like 2009, I think. No, it was in 2002. So he didn't make a whole lot of movies towards the end. Uh, before he passed. Yeah, but he made... Flubber! He made Flubber! He made Next in 2007. That might not be a John Hughes movie. Um, I mean, did you pull up something that says John Hughes movies? Yeah, it says John Hughes movies. Uh, so to me, what I get, the last movie that he made was in 2008, Drillbit Taylor. But before that, 2002, there was a big gap. Mm-hmm. Well, in 2008, there's Beethoven's Big Break. Oh, my. There's like seven Beethoven movies. Yeah. So, what's your absolute tops? <clears throat> Baby's Day Out. I'm not kidding. Saw it in the theater with my mom. Oh, so it has like a and sentimental it, reason. It was the <coughs> equivalent. I laughed through the entire thing. I thought it was so funny that a little baby could just crawl through New York <laughs> and these idiots. Because I was such a Home Alone I fan. I love that so much. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because mine is pretty in pink. Because I was in the sixth grade. <clears throat> and my mom took me and my friend Heidi. She said, you can have one friend over for your birthday. And she took us to Kansas City, which was like a two-hour drive from our Whoa. tiny little town. And we went to the mall. Whoa. She bought us matching outfits. Wow. And she took us to, we got to eat in the food court at the mall. So grown up. I know. And she took us to see Pretty in Pink. Wow. So That's a hell of a very, How old were you? I was in sixth grade. 13? No, I think 12. 12? Younger. It's a yeah. big year. Yeah. yeah. It was a big deal. Matching Very big up. deal. Now, but I love that we both picked that because we went to go see that with our moms. When when you got your matching outfits, did you go put them on right away? <laughs> we did. They were, um, if I remember correctly, they were these peach colored like tank top short outfits that had watermelons all over them. Of course. <laughs> what day at the mall? Know. What kind of a day at the mall would it be without uh, watermelon yeah. print? You know what? It had to be younger than sixth grade because we wouldn't have worn any shit like that in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I just remember I was little yeah. and yeah, it was just a very like cool day to spend with my mom. I would not have appreciated a baby's day out without <laughs> um, Home Alone first. Like Home yeah. Alone is yeah. a solid awesomeness. And then Uncle Buck. It's it's those three. Uncle Buck, The Great Outdoors, and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Dude, that should be a tri-pack on iTunes. It absolutely it should. Pro it probably already is. It probably is. I didn't realize that he made the um, vacation movies. I didn't I didn't realize that until I started, you know, pulling all of this, this stuff up. I, yeah. I always associate him very strongly, of course, with the Brat Pack movies. Yep. You know, the, the teens. Um, and... I think it, you know, maybe it was around 10 years ago that I realized that he had a big hand in a lot of John Candy movies. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think that I had realized that those were also John Hughes movies. They were big collaborators. Yeah. I didn't know that. <clears throat> so. The Great Outdoors. Come mm -hmm. on. Come on. 
Yeah. So now today in doing this, finding out that he did the National Lampoons, um, that's super interesting too. Oh man, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. <clears throat> yeah, that's a remake though. Oh yeah. I mean clearly. Um, I probably saw that one first. Okay, now I'm going to ask you the other question. All right. What's your least favorite? What is my least favorite John Hughes movie? It's hard. Mr. Mm-hmm. Mom. Cur- <gasps> Curly Sue. I was going to say Curly Sue. I yeah. very much don't like that movie. It's not that great. Or Some Kind of Wonderful. Oh, Some Kind of Wonderful. Oh, that's or like back when Eric Stoltz was like super hot. Or She's Having a Baby. Like all she's these. I haven't seen any of these. They're, uh, they're very much in the entire like Brad Pack vein. You know, it's Mary Stuart Masterson and Eric Stoltz, and he's just a big old. I also can't comment on uh, Beethoven's Fifth (laughs) or Home Alone 4. I did see quite a number of the Beethoven movies. They made me giggle a lot, too. Yeah. They, yeah. Like, what was his name? Charles Grodin? Beethoven. The dad in the <laughs> movies. I think it's Charles Grodin. Wouldn't that be funny if he had the same dad <laughs> in all of his stories? <gasps> God, that would have been so amazing. I mean, he does. He carries through lines. He does a lot of, um, like, series. Like, he kept Chevy Chase in all the vacation yeah. movies. Yeah. I did not like Vegas Vacation. I didn't either. Because I have a very fond perception of Vegas. So do I. <laughs> every, everything that happens to him in Vegas is negative. It's really terrible. Well, that's yeah. everything that happens to him in every one of those vacation movies. Well, yeah. Bad. I mean, he's supposed to be the eternal, like, the man getting beaten down. Yeah. Like, that's that's just the thing. Right. Um, have you seen Mr. Mom? I don't think so. Probably, but okay. I can't remember. <clears throat> Mr. Mom has Michael Keaton in it. And basically gets fired from his job. And remember, this was in the early, early 80s. Mm-hmm. His wife goes to work and he has to stay at home and take care of the kids. Whoa. And it's like the misadventures of a dad staying at home. And so it has definitely not aged well. Right. Um, But <clears throat> at the same time, it's also like extreme physical comedy, which I that is like my jam completely. I love people falling down and getting hit by doors in the head. Oh and things my like God. that. Yes. It's Dude, totally one of those. Where did that go? It died when John Ritter died. You have I truly believe that. You you cannot see a film and see any physical comedy anymore. No. No. Like to me, John Ritter was always the epitome of that. Three's company. Yeah. His entire role in Three's Company was getting hit in the head with something. Yeah. Like Chrissy the dumb roommate, like constantly slamming things into him. You mean the beautiful breaking roommate. his hand. Suzanne Summers of Thigh Master fame. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um she, Yeah, and she's right I, up there with Pammy. I feel like that all went away when he passed passed away. There just isn't another actor that has taken on that role of like being well, okay, getting hit in the face with things. Well, um, hold on, please. Bring me some. Talking about, I mean, physical comedians that picked it up like right after John Ritter, I'd say Jim Carrey kind of carried the torch. Jim Carrey was around for a long time before John Ritter passed away. I don't know when John Ritter died, but he was a very physical comedian. Okay. I don't know. You know my my thoughts on many John Carrey films. John Carrey. Sorry, wow. <laughs> Jim Carrey. The disrespect. <laughs> no, this I was, morning I was sitting here thinking John Candy because I'm staring at another one of these very specific movies to talk about. Jim Carrey. Um, yeah, I guess okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but I feel like he also he strayed away from that. Oh yeah, he definitely got out of it. Yeah, it's too hard on him. Is there anybody else? That was a physical comedian. Yeah. 
I need that back I mean, in my Chevy, life again. Chevy Chase was pretty he's, physical. He doesn't do that anymore. I mean, like he's now. There's a, a current physical comedian. There isn't one. There's There are expressive people like Sebastian Maniscalco, but he's not physical. Like So when you plan your, your comedy, can you... Oh, that? I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. Can I hit you with things? Sure, <laughs> absolutely. If you uh, if you have epics, you can see my current comedy special, The Unprotected Sets, season two. Oh yes, I'm sorry, set sets. Unprotected sets. S- oh, I see what you did there. S e t s. It's not mine. I didn't make that name up. But it's, a, it's a pretty good name. Actually. Apparently, I'm in it. Kinda I don't have a special, but I was the <laughs> stage manager and I warmed up the crowd. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm in. I'm gonna have to get uh, unprotected. <laughs> anyway, what? <laughs> what? No, I'm just. That's, I'm, just I'm, a, I'm a comedian, guys. You're something. <laughs> we should get a cricket sound. Yeah, we should. All right, where are we at? We're at John, okay. John Hughes Day. Well, yeah, and. One of my other favorites that's on this list, and when I was rattling them off, I said, very often overlooked. It's called career opportunities. Ooh, I don't even remember hearing about that one. And, okay, so it has Frank Whaley. Do you remember Frank Whaley? I do. He is in, he made a comeback. He a did. Um, wasn't he in Luke Cage? I think Not, he was in Luke Cage. What? Oh, 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 yeah. oh. The, the new... He wasn't Luke Cage. He was in Luke No, Cage. he was in Luke Cage. <laughs> the tagline for this Thought. movie is maximum comedy at minimum wage. <laughs> so it's about this girl. She's, I think she's like a, a rich girl. And she is having problems with her family. And <laughs> she gets locked in a dressing. She like hides in a Target overnight. It's not just some girl. Yeah, it's Jennifer Connelly. It's Jennifer Connelly. I know. Like I said, I don't know how this movie gets overlooked. Because it is like your stomach hurts because you're laughing so hard because it's so funny and stupid. Yeah. So he fought he, Frank Whaley is the man or overnight janitor, maybe. He's been in a ton of shit. Yeah. And he finds Pulp himself fiction. locked in Target with Jennifer Connolly overnight. Jack he's in the new Jack Ryan series. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, he's in lots of stuff. He was in, yeah, he was in Luke Cage. Oh yeah, okay. Sne- he was in Sneaky Pete. Yeah, oh, Sneaky Pete was so good. Yeah, Giovanni Ribisi. <clears throat> Empire, Divorce, Elementary, mm-hmm. Cold Moon, Chicago Med, Madoff, Unforgettable, Under the Dome, Gotham. I mean, he's been a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's super great. I feel like he's one of those guys too that like you're kind of like, oh, I know his face, yeah, but you couldn't tell me his name. Yeah, he should have been in right. that episode. He should have totally. Um, he is legit one of my favorites from like back in that era. Yeah, like I he, he, he just it right has a too. very like dry sense of humor too. Oh yeah, and it, it's it's perfect because he like works constantly. He's probably got twenty credits oh, yeah. a year. Yeah, but he's not so famous he can't just go to the store without somebody being like, "Hey, that's totally. that guy from that thing." Yeah, completely. He was in the Doors movie way back yeah. in the days. I remember the first time I ever saw him was in a movie called Swing Kids. It was oh, awesome. No, that one. And Swimming with Sharks. Swimming with Sharks? Swimming with Sharks was super awesome. He was in Broken Arrow. Remember Broken Arrow? I don't. Dude, John Travolta is a terrorist. Oh, yeah. And he steals a nuclear weapon, or he's a general and steals it and quits the... Oh. 
Broken Arrow is the term, the military term for a lost nuclear weapon. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Very it's, interesting. It's an official term. It's I think. Also, let her Google that. It's also one of those like, so we, you know, we did our episode on the trin- the Holy Trinity of Nicolas Cage, and of course we have Face Off, but then we go into Con Air. I feel like that's like the military version of Con Air. It is. It's the the military uses the term broken arrow to describe any incident in which a nuclear weapon is lost, stolen, or inadvertently detonated. (laughs) Who inadvertently detonates a nuclear weapon? This might seem like a rare phenomenon. Phenomenon. All right, you ready? (laughs) Yeah, hit me again. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. (laughs) Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Um. Okay. This might seem like a rare phenomenon, but rec- I'm always going to say it like oh that from now God. on. But records show that the United States has experienced more than 30 such close calls since the beginning of the nuclear age. What? Is it nuclear or nuclear? I say nuclear. Because that's the correct way to say it. Well, that's how, yeah, if you phonetically sound it out. I say nu- nuclear. 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 I, I say a lot of things weird. I say cement, and people are like, what? Cement. 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 You know what I say? <laughs> I say, phenomenon. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to say that word without no, singing it ever never, again. Never, never, ever, ever. Phenomena. Okay. So, <clears throat> I mean. What did we start? What was this episode about in the beginning? <laughs> well, it was basically about best and worst John Hughes. Films. You remember when we started and we would start a topic and then and it would just take us like we'd start yeah. on elephants and we'd go all the way around to like which rhinoceroses. Rhinoceros. Rhinoceri. My nose is itching. Who's thinking about me? Everyone. Beth from ninth grade. Is it you? Probably. Phenomenon. I'm all right. Beat that one to death. You are going to beat that one to death. Yep. Poor, poor Beth. Um. Okay. So. I feel like we would be remiss if we did not talk for a tiny minute about Home Alone. We'll go into bonus time for Home Alone. <laughs> All right. I mean. You want to know some interesting facts? I do. Tell me. Uh, number one, if you like Home Alone, there is a four-part docu-series on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us. Yeah. And it tells you all about it. And I mentioned this yesterday, but Mm -hmm. they built the interior of the home of Home Alone inside the gymnasium of the school that they shot all the other John Hughes films at. So cool. And one day. Love me movie magic. They were it. Home Alone got like completely scrapped. There was a nine million dollar film and they were like, man, I don't think so. And they were like into production and they went around and department by department, like one department was in the science class and one was in the whatever. They took over this school and made it the production house. They're shutting down production, and then before everybody even packed up their stuff, Fox bought the film for $20 million. Wow. And it ended up being one of the highest grossing yeah, films of all time. Absolutely. Like, if I had to if I had to say, hey, these are my favorite John Hughes movies, it doesn't rank into those, but that doesn't, doesn't mean even, I don't love it. It doesn't even register as a John Right. Movie. Like, I completely love it, and I yeah. think it's such, I mean, it's, it's the Christmas movie. It's like the only Christmas movie that I care about watching. yeah. yeah. And but when I think of my favorites, it's not in that list. Yeah. 
You should. The other part of that documentary goes into like whether or not Joe Pesci was going to take the role. Right. I've actually read a little bit it's about that. So good. That movie also had one of the most, the highest rates of uh, stunt performer injuries of any film of all time because of oh, all the because all the goofy humor. shit. Yeah. yeah. There's totally. a stunt guy that like. They did Daniel Stern slipping on the eyes. Yeah, that that's dude, an iconic scene. One of the takes where they had to land on his back. Somebody yeah. they had to do it like 40 times. Oh, my God. And then they were wow. waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for it to snow. So they were waiting. Oh, I bet. And it never snowed, never snowed, never snowed. And then one day they woke up and it was uh, like, snowy. They had to take a, so a unit funny. to go do all the establishing shots. Right. Wow. Yeah. Which also makes me go, what happened to Daniel Stern? That guy was so like. Oh, he's a he's a worker. Really? Yeah, he's been on a ton of stuff. He was like my my fave for a really long time, and then he just like fell off. Dude, he didn't go nowhere. He was in a bunch of um, Billy Crystal movies for a hot second. Yeah, a couple of years. He, you know how tall he is? That movie that they all go and um, become cowboys. Billy Crystal and Daniel Stern. Dude, and come on. I'm sorry, it's escaping me the name of it. I can't. <laughs> I love it, it though. Um, I'm looking at it right here. I'm looking at a picture of it, and I can't even think of it. You're looking at a picture. City Slickers. Oh, so I didn't even good. read that. I didn't even How read it. How is City Slickers not a John Hughes movie, by the way? Like, it fits into that same humor with, like, all the John Candy movies and stuff like that. On his IMDb, it says City Slickers in Westworld video short. I think they played a clip of City Slickers in the HBO show Westworld, Westworld so he gets the credit for that. That's pretty great. But he's been working cool. the whole time. His IMDb is full. He hasn't come across my screen in, in some days. In 2018, he was in Game Over Man. I don't know what that was. Angie Tribeca, Strange Calls, Getting On, Manhattan, How oh, House of Lies. He was on House of Lies. Oh, okay. Workaholics, yeah. <clears throat> A Christmas Story 2 back in 2012. The Next Three Days, Red Blues, Red State Blues, Whip It, Monk. He was on Monk, Family Guy. He's was a ton it? of stuff. Wait a minute. Didn't Luke tell us some stories about him when he came in to do my podcast. I don't Didn't, know. That was a year and a half ago. I think he played in some, one of Luke's movies. Hold, please. We're in bonus time. Luke. We are in bonus time. I think Daniel Stern was... He's great, man. He started in 1979. I think that Luke told us a story about how he went to Daniel Stern's house and there was a dog there. And it ends up that Daniel Stern, like they had bought the house and the dog came with the house. Don't you, do you remember that a little bit? That was over 250 podcast <laughs> episodes ago. Sorry. Okay. Anyways. Well, I think that that wraps up for today. Oh yeah. I think we were yeah sufficiently, completely off topic here and there. I think the theme of today, if we have a takeaway, just one kind of resonating yeah. word that goes for the day okay. would be that uh, today was a... Phenomenon. Phenomenon. I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut. Thanks for voting yesterday, everybody. Unless it's Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.